Welcome to the seventh episode of The Craft. Blessed be Ruan, how are you? I'm blessed be Carrigan, good and you? Very good, thank you. Did you see that I said seventh without hesitation? (laughs) No problems with the TH this time, that's (laughs) wonderful. So um, I want to first talk about a couple of books because I think that people, sometimes they ask for books about the Alexandrian tradition and they don't really have... Uh, either, you know, a notion of how many publications there are now uh, actually out uh, about the Alexandrian tradition. Some of the books are out of print, but you can actually get them sometimes in eBay and sometimes even in Amazon. The first one that I want to ask uh, to talk about is uh, Firechild, which is Maxine Sanders' uh, autobiography, uh, which is really, really interesting because it's very, first of all, it's very well written. Second of all, because it contains not only her first, you know, since she was born, so it's a biography, but also the years that she spent uh, and how she came to the craft and how she mm. went through the Egyptian mysteries. That's all. You know, it's an anecdotal book. Yeah. Yes, it's, it is. Yeah, yeah and it's really, really good because it illustrates a lot of things about, from a, you know, her own perspective uh, about the years of um, magic and all of that. And it's really, really interesting. I, I just hope that there, were, there was another book that would continue. Um, you know, just, uh, mm, but um, mm. anyway. So then the other one is also a biography, not an autobiography, but it is a biography uh, written by Jamal Defiosa, which is called The Coin for the Ferryman, which is the uh, biography of Alex Sanders. Um, so it's also very interesting because it was done in collaboration also with Maxine and with a lot of um, initiates that were directly either initiated by Alex or Maxine, or they were actually, uh, they worked directly with Alex and Maxine. So it's really interesting, um, their perspective as well. Then there is a couple of other books. One of them is uh, The Alexandrian Lectures, which are actually not in print anymore, but you can get a copy of the old edition. Um, it's on eBay well. usually, yeah. Yeah, on eBay usually. So that's one of the things. What else do we have? Um, well, we've got, of course, um, Voice in the Forest by voice, Jamal. Yeah, voice. It's, what, is your experience, uh, what, what is your experience? Did we spoke about it? Um, I don't know, but let's talk about it quickly because this is an interesting thing. Um, I think that for me personally, the two books that really made me realize that the Alexandrian tradition was the tradition that I was drawn to mm-hmm. and which nat- naturally resonated with me was um, Firechild, which mm-hmm. we discussed, and then also A Voice in the Forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was something in the way that book was written and the anecdotal way it was written that I think today it still today speaks to seekers I've just had a a student that also read both Mm -hmm. and she absolutely adored it um, Mm -hmm. uh, in various ways it's a it's I think that book is still quite relevant today yeah yeah yeah. well I must say also that there's a lot of teachings as well um, uh, from Maxine in the in Firechild uh, little pieces of things that were said or done at the time, and that's very mm. interesting as well. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that um, for the Alexandrian tradition, these are the main sh- the mentioned books. Yeah. But of course, there's many reading material. Um, any good old occult book. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Always goes a long way. Yes. In our traditions. So. No, absolutely. Beyond fortune, yeah. wonderful. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Eliphas yeah. Levi, very good. Um, Israel Radadi. 
Um, there's a couple. I mean, yeah, all the there's, good a, there's a, yeah, there's a cult, a cult folks. Now, nowadays we have, uh, of course, um, you know, the the mediums uh, of you know of uh, new chronicles and new articles. One of them is actually Maxine Sanders' blog. Um, she has a medium blog, uh, which is interesting because she's keeping up with. Uh, all of the um, newest um, technology, which is very interesting. And it is a new venue for all of these um, new uh, things that are coming up. So it's really interesting to follow her in Medium as well to look at the texts. And um, sometimes are, things are very important um, to know. So if you want to, uh, if you don't have uh, an opportunity to get Find a Child right away, you can actually look at her blog as well. So you know, um, you know, I don't think we have extensive particular Alexandrian mm. books. Yeah. But those are good ones. So what are the... <laughs> we're, talking, yeah. we're talking today about vouching, which oh. is a, it's, it's an interesting um, mm. topic because... Concept, yeah. Yeah, and it also receives a lot of controversy, very strangely, because it's actually a very simple concept. Right. It's not very complicated. No. Yet there is a lot of misunderstandings about it. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, a lot of misunderstanding that people want to control or um, or want to, you know, authenticate. That's not really the thing. It's just, well, actually, as a matter of fact, I'm going to let you speak about it. Uh, so, well, yes. What so, is vouching? I think that's the first thing we need to talk about is what is it? Well, um, this is actually something that was, um, it was never, you know, it was... I think that that was something that was always done, but it was never given a name. Um, mm. And only in recent times, uh, you know, after, you know, Gardner and all of that, it began to have a name. And I think that, that it actually permanently began to actually becoming a thing uh, later on and have the word vouch for term as, as the, the thing was, um, as the thing took shape, right? So mm. uh, vouching is, uh, you know, the meaning of the word. You know, we need to go back to the meaning of the word. And the word is um, uh, really connected with the confirmation or the, the, the confirmation of, of, of one owns experience of something mm. that Legitimacy is right, that it's true or accurately described as so. So this is, this is what it is. And it's really something that it's kind of, you know, uh, that corroborates or that uh, upholds a, spon a sponsor, for instance. This, the sponsor is something that actually came about in, in times of, you know, the Gardner times. Um, because it is, in ma High Magic 8, it actually, you know, we talk, it talks about the sponsor and the sponsor is. Uh, who's mm. your sponsor? Um, and so, it's very Masonic as well. Exactly. exactly. So a sponsor mm. as well. So it really is basically an ascertainment. It's a fact. Right, so it's an it's a it's a confirmation of fact, um, and in this case, in the case of the craft, it is the confirmation of the fact that the person was initiated. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, the, the, if you go by the definition of the word, um, it actually has to be factual, and the person has to be there because to confirm that actually that happened. Um, hmm. So, which takes us back to the initiation. So, if someone asks for somebody else's vouch, um, that person that gives the vouch has to be uh, had had been present to the initiation of this other person, and confirms 
right, confirms mm. and verifies that that person actually was initiated um, and they were there. Now, uh, this is the classical, um, you know, definition of the thing. Now, of course, you know, with the evolution of stuff and because human beings are very complicated um, <laughs> um, in nature, <laughs> Uh, they add things to this. You know, the vouch is really quite simple. They complicate very, things, don't they? They do. <laughs> they, yes. Uh, so what, what, it's really quite direct. Uh, it's a confirmation of a fact. You know, was this person initiated? Yes, it was. Um, no, it wasn't. Uh, and normally it's because this other, there's two instances where this can actually happen. Either somebody asks for, a non-initiate asks for a vouch of an initiate, as a teacher, for instance. I'm so thinking... this is, I'm going to stop you here because this mm. was a big thing that actually got asked on by someone on online recently. Mm. Um, there's this very strange notion that a seeker cannot ask a vouch of a teacher. Is that in any way correct? <laughs> well, uh, not for me. Not yeah. for me at all. It's, um, it seems to be a bit of an odd, uh, a peculiar statement to make, isn't it? Right, it is. And and the thing is, it would be the same thing. It's if you would go to university and you would enroll in the class, but you wouldn't know what the class was about or who was the teacher. I think yeah. that it really is, and you wouldn't confirm if that teacher actually was a good teacher or not, or if he had... Um, I think that, you know, we have, anyone has the right to ask uh, about the teacher. Um, mm. You know, we don't know. There are so many frauds, so many people that actually claim to be what they're not, that more so now uh, than ever. So I think that it should be, we should actually uh, be able, and, and to tell the truth, if people don't have anything to hide, they would be, you know, totally open exactly. to, to that. Yeah. Well, I did this, I did that, here's this person, here's that person, you can talk to them, you can talk to former students, you can talk There's to... There's a very you know. strange notion that this is an oath-bound thing. No, it so, isn't. Uh, it, isn't, it isn't. It isn't because, and this is the thing, uh, Ron, and, and I think that people misunderstood this, because this actually licked out of that. In the mm. beginning, yes, I agree, that was that way. And it was a sponsorship and it was kind of like an internal thing to see if this person that claimed to be an in initiate was actually an initiate. So they would give a name of another initiate so that that initiate would confirm that that person has actually was an initiated witch. But this became a practice that actually is a little bit more external as well, which people can actually ask for. Why wouldn't I ask for this person if I want to be their teacher? Why can't I ask if they are good or not? Mm, mm. I mean, how would that not be okay? I don't mm. understand that. I really don't. And, and, you know, people can think about whatever they want. But if I want to be a, a student of somebody, I have the right to ask for their credentials I and know. who they are. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Absolutely. What are you getting into? You know, that's the thing. Yes. Well, I, I dare you. I dare anyone to actually welcome a nanny for their children without asking for credentials or, or, or references from that person. Because she says that she's a nanny, so she's a nanny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just... Take her at her word. Um, and of course, you know, there are certain facts. I mean, people, some of the teachers are very well known. They're public figures. Sometimes they, you know, they're very well, you know, versed in, in 
social media. So you, you kind of like, you know, you know who is who. But if you don't, if, if there's somebody that actually is not as exposed as the other people, then you can ask for a vouch. I mean, mm. who's, you know, and people shouldn't be, you know, this is all about offending. How dare you asking me who I am? Um, and it's just really people come The on, ego just, comes into yes, play. Just let's tame yeah, the ego a little bit, uh, you know. So I think that the vouch is very necessary. However, I do believe that the vouch is not an opinion. It is not to meant uh, 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 meant to be as an opinion. It so is, what's the difference? It, well, no. an opinion is, uh, I like that person. I really think mm. that that person is really extraordinary. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. I really like mm. them. I, I go along with them, and I really it, it, it resonates with me. This is an opinion. Then a fact is, was that person initiated or not? Yes, it was. Mm. Or no, mm. it wasn't. The vouch ends there. Once you say, mm. yes, it was, or no, it wasn't, because the vouch is for, for that. And um, people might disagree with me, and they might say, well, no, because it is more complicated than that. It, it will encompass other things like, is the person a proper person? The character of the person? How the person is? Well, if the, if the question is asked, then that's a separate question. It doesn't go mm. into the vouch process because the vouch is actually a confirmation of a, of a fact. It has nothing mm. to do, uh, based on experience, has nothing to do. Now, if the person asks, okay, so what is your experience of this person? Did you work with this person? Then yes, then you can give your experience. But then again, you will give your experience, not the opinion about the person, because then it will be very subjective. Opinions are subjective. And this mm. is why... It shouldn't be used. It should just be used very directly. The person was initiated or not initiated, and, and then and that's it. Of course, you can say if the person, well, you know, if the person actually did something that was really quite awful, and you know, you know that that is <laughs> they happening. They were banished from the coven. It uh, will probably well, come up. Yes, it will probably <laughs> come up. So, and that that I think that is worth mentioning. But um, it should be direct. It should be based on true experience and um well basically based on truth right so mm -hmm. uh, and either the confirmation of the vouch being you know the person being initiated or not now you mentioned abuse and this is where the thing gets ugly because people can refuse to give vouch to other people now mm -hmm. let me pause here a little bit um this is different as someone asking me a vouch from somebody else that it's not my coven, it was not in my coven ever, um, that I've never met, or even if I had met, meet, but that person, I was not present in their initiation. I was not there. Um, hmm. Then I would not deny the vouch, but I would refer that person to another person that I know that it was present in that initiation, either their initiator or somebody else in their coven. So I would refer them. I would, of course, talk to the person first in that coven so that I could refer them to this person, but very cautiously. But I would do that. So it's calling differ to the, to the correct source and to the direct source. And that is what really, it's not a denial. It is actually a reference or a mm -hmm. difference, right? So, um, so I would do that. If I deny to give a vouch of somebody that was in my coven, that, that these people know that is in my coven, that person probably, you know, 
gave my my name as a vouch, and it was initiated in my covenant. If I refuse to give it, then I am controlling. I am controlling that person's um, you know ability of of progressing or or continue. Now there are mm. several cases about this that are really quite, you know, um, ugly. That one should then advise the person that is asking careful. But mm. if if uh, the person it was initiated, there's no uh, way that you can deny that because that is a fact. And I feel, uh, as a witch, uh, obligated to tell the truth. And if the truth is that that person, as horrible as that person has behaved or as horrible as that person was, um, it should be said, yes, it was, or no, it wasn't. Um, but denying the vouch, it's like that kind of thing in the law of the United States. There is a figure that it's uh, used, that it's, I can't confirm nor deny, which is actually something <laughs> in the law, um, which is very much used in, in, in you know, uh, left and right. And I think that that is very, it, sh it shouldn't be used because, you know, if, if this is a, a, a true fact, it should be just, you know, uh, and then, of course, if there is things to say, and they can be asked for, you know, what is your experience about this person? Well, my experience was not so good. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, maybe I'm not going with that person, but, um, but it should be direct. It should be true. So, recallment is not a thing. So, let's talk about what recallment means. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a, well, that I don't know. It's not, it's not Alexandrian. <laughs> it really isn't. It's a practice. I know that it's a practice. I've heard of it. And it's a, it's a Gardnerian practice. Um, and it's, as far as I know, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but as far as I know, uh, it is only practiced in America in a certain, certain lines you know, of Gardnerian Amer American Gardnerians. Um, but I, I, I have no... The knowledge that I have, it's very limited on that. And, and, and I don't want to elaborate on it, but it, the idea of the recoupment is essentially to take... Uh, it's, it's, almost, it's almost the same thing as taking, a, taking a, a, a vouch from somebody. So I won't vouch for that person. I won't mm. tell anyone that that denying person. Denying initiation. So denying the initiation or taking so, the, initiated, the initiation from that person. Or I the think the fact, most important thing, yeah, yeah mm. is to say perhaps that as in the Alexandrian tradition, this is quite foreign. This is mm. not something that's practiced. Mm. Um, mm. There's no such thing as no. recallment. No, yeah. no. Mm. I mean, you, the only thing that you can do that would be equivalent if the witch is very, it's really, you know, uh, is to deny a vouch, which I already referred to as it shouldn't be done. Um, because mm. if you're if you're if you're being truthful truthful to somebody, um, you, you know you would you would confirm that the person was initiated um, or not initiated. If the person wasn't initiated, then you have to say no, it wasn't, and mm. leave it at that. But it w it should be direct. It should be very simple. It should be direct, and it should end there. Um, and we encourage yeah. it of seekers to actually ask. Oh, and yes. actually find that voucher. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there is different ways of asking, right? So there is... There is well, a, we're, 
There's how the how do we do this? Yes. <laughs> I think that was like yes. the next how is because, the because it's not that the seeker is going to interview the teacher, right? <laughs> it's <No>. just <laughs> not. <laughs> but they can mm -hmm. ask, you know, oh, so, um, and, and when you get in contact with somebody uh, as a teacher, you have an idea more or less where the person comes from, right? So you would, mm -hmm. hopefully, you would do your a little bit of research about this person. If you really don't know anything about this person, then you would ask to the person directly what is their, what, how they came to, the, you know, a little bit of background. Um, and, and that's it. If the person is serious enough, they would tell you uh, where they come from, what they have done, who they have worked with, and that's it. If you want mm. any reference, the person will be serious enough to actually give you another reference, and that will be that. And, and mm. so the seeker can talk with another person about their experience with this, um, with this teacher, and that's it. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be afraid of doing this, and the teacher mm. shouldn't be arrogant enough to actually deny this which is ridiculous. Social media has made this a lot easier. There are about three different Alexandrian groups, mm. specifically, that you can uh, obtain a vouch from if you had to. You can ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's available there, and please do. There's too many accounts of people um, landing up halfway through their training or initiations and then realize that this person is actually not initiated. Right, or right. never right. trained. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, it, yeah. This is, I suppose, actually yeah. quite an important yeah, yeah. thing to do. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Then the other thing is, in, in talking a little bit more about the um, how people can um, hold the, the vouch, um, they, could, they can actually hold the vouch. Yes, that's true. Uh, they can actually hold it um, and say, I don't give the vouch to this person. Why? I don't, just like I'm not, withholding it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about it. I'm just not giving it. Um, and, and that depends on who it is, right? Depends on who it is that is holding this vouch. It can actually uh, really ruin the, the, the other person because you know people might think, well, if that person is withholding their vouch, they shouldn't be good at at all <laughs> we mm -hmm. should just get away from them and so you know facts are facts it should be just say yes or no and then questions can be answered uh about uh the experience of that person that will be it you know it, it mm. really is very uh simple and direct as is this podcast <laughs> that was <laughs> yes. what we were talking about today yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think um if there's any questions about this please don't hesitate to contact us this is important i think for any seeker mm. so um mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think there. that for initiates as well there is like this uh and and of course you know this is the thing i'm this is my view of a vouch i think that it should be direct it should be um, you know, not denied. Uh, I think that denying a vouch is actually a control mechanism. Um, and, you know, you, you, people should just go about what... It's different is if somebody... Is he or isn't he? Yes, or <laughs> is she or isn't she? And, and this happened very recently. This happened in... Um, in uh, uh, one of the one of the initiates in America, and it really is very uh, difficult because uh, people shouldn't hold this this thing. They, they should mm. be if the person went away or if the person was put away. Uh, it, there was a reason. It doesn't invalidate the initiation. It doesn't invalidate that the person was initiated or not. Then the person can ask a question. Okay, so what is your experience about it? And then they will they will tell you. 
um, as, as much as they want to tell you. But, and if they want to warn you, they will warn you about it. Um, but that's basically it. I think that uh, holding a voucher is really not a good thing to do because there is nothing to hold. Mm. You know, um, and there's no recallment. So. No, 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 no. It's either is or it isn't. So no, yes, and and it. and we are t we are we are taught that we are free to come and go as our conscious dictates, and when we go, we shouldn't be hold. Mm. Mm. By by that, yeah. It's like a it could be a control mechanism in right. a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> like I said, if anybody has any questions about vouching, please don't hesitate to contact us. Yes. Um, directly. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and Wonderful. don't don't forget to follow us on Bumper and ask questions. If you have any questions, you can just ask directly on Bumper or you can just uh, contact us directly. Thank Wonderful. you so much for uh, listening to us and we'll be back uh, with another podcast about the craft next time. Thank you so much for listening. Blessed be Juan. Thank you, everyone. Blessed be Carrigan. Bye. Bye-bye.